Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Barely There Theater, where we present theater to you, barely. Up this week, a rehearsal process of this month's play. The audio presented here is a mostly unmastered recording, with any changes or omissions made at the request of those being recorded. This is to help facilitate a safe and creative rehearsal space where ideas can flow freely in the moment. There will be a brief message at the end of rehearsal, so stick around. We hope you enjoy the process. Hey, you know, Jody Magnet. For real? In its entirety. Like, there were, like... I shouldn't say the second thing, because I wrote in, like, written... Jesus, wrote in... I had written, like, ten-minute plays and, like, little shorter things, but this yeah. was the first, like... Um, one of the first, like, bigger pieces that I wrote um, that was, like, a standalone work. Mm-hmm. Um, the prompt for it was... Um, the QC Theater Workshop was wanting to do something or other. I, for- I forget entirely what it was, and they're like, we need, like, a one-person something or other before the before this event. And so I felt I was like, I could write something for that. So I like sat down and in an afternoon I wrote the original version of the script, which is like twice the length of this one. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Cause I think I was like, you know what? I'll write a one person show for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, what would that show be? And I don't know how the idea came to me, but the idea was what if when I got hit by my, semi in my car accident what if (laughs) my spirit still ended up at the theater and i had to finish the work on whatever that show was um so that was where the the initial concept came came from um i thought that was interesting how you put that in there mm -hmm, yeah yeah so part of what i was going for was um spirit got stuck in the theater just because theater folks are superstitious all right so um you know (laughs) to give like the backstory of like a theater ghost um and so i wrote the initial draft and it was like 40 plus minutes long it was way too long um i sent it to the workshop and tyson danner was there at the time this is how long ago it was okay and he was like i like the script but we were looking for something kind of funny um <laughs> i was like you know this is kind of funny but if you're looking for something that's like funny funny this is not what you're wanting no. so that's fine i will have the script for later <laughs> I sat on it for a while and when I was at college um, with my roommate we, he and I we did like a, a night of one acts where we each did like two one act plays about 30 minutes each so mm-hmm. it was like a full night of theater oh wow um, this was one of the pieces of the night um, and the it was initially the original script and it was just so long that my friend Christine who was directing it she was like you have to cut like half of this script because it's so tremendously long and so the the version we're working from today is the 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 cut version the cut version cut version because the original one was very much (laughs) 
the work of someone who was still trying to figure out how to write um because it was there was just a lot of filler that didn't really add to the overall it added to like the feeling of the script but it didn't really add anything substantial to it right um and so one of the notes i got was like ask yourself does this really add to anything to the story and as i was going through it's like oh, a good chunk of this doesn't add anything so i started just pulling stuff out and so it went from like I think like initially like a 16 page script to yeah. what it's now barely nine um wow. and so all that being said um as we're going through today um and working on this script there will be lines and stuff that i don't like um we're not necessarily going to rewrite them but i am going to highlight them and be like this is yeah um, where i've grown and where i've learned so this isn't necessarily the best script um it's 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 creaky and rusty in parts, but I I still think the overall concept is good, especially for what I want to do um, with the show, which is have you and Casty do your own versions of it. Right. Um, something I want to stress is that this is not. I don't want this to be like a competition to be like, oh, who did what better. I want right. I want to what I want the folks to be is who did what differently. I like um, that a because lot. there's no in art there are no winners and losers even if you have someone who gets like an academy award you can still have hundreds of thousands of people who watch that performance be like jack nicholson won for that he sucks in this like, right you know what i mean why did like, sandra bullock get the blind side right like even <laughs> if someone like wins an award for something that's art it doesn't mean right it's it's the good or best um it just means that the committee of people giving that award liked it for whatever reason I love seeing different interpretations mm-hmm. of the same piece, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's really what I want to do with, with this piece is because I've always just been so fascinated by the concept of, like, what do different actors bring to a script? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never been able to explore it in any meaningful way. Because it's kind of shitty to be, like, cast in a show and be like, there's also been someone else cast in your part just so, to see just how it now. goes. You guys have to split your performance time. You guys have to split your rehearsal time. Like, right. It's like getting a halfsy on a show you're in, and that's not a great feeling. So, yeah. like, ethically, there's no real way to do this, like, in front of a live audience. Right. So we're doing it digitally. Um, you and Cassidy's, um, the the play, the performance will, you guys will both be releasing it the exact same day, and then the rehearsals will be coming out in the following weeks. Love it. Um but because I was trying to figure out how to schedule it for the month, I was like, I could do like a play, rehearsal, play, rehearsal. And I was like, that defeats the point if I'm still staggering them so they're like separately. So the plays go up at the exact same time. Rehearsals will come out later. So that way people can hopefully listen to them at the same time and kind of right. be a part of this process of like assessing, you know, uh-huh. how are these pieces different? How are they, are they good or better? Or... Now, when you... When you wrote this, so Max, d- did you pull Max from Lend Me a Tenor? Because I, I know you were just using that like, as an example. No, the original names for the characters were actor and character. Yeah, yeah. So it was like actor as character. Um, part of what I was going for with that was to kind of try to keep it elusive and like mm-hmm. hazy. But as I was re- rereading it, I was like, I don't know that that really... It's, like, confusing and not necessarily a fun way. Um, and so it was, like, I was trying to, as I was, like, reading, rereading it through, as I sent you, the, like, the updated version of this, I was like, 
Wait, actress character? No, it's character. Hold on, which one is it? Yeah, because it wasn't even actor as character. It would switch between actor character, actor character, mm -hmm. um, and it was just kind of at least for me, it was hard to keep straight. So I decided to do the char The actor's name is Max, but the role they're playing in the show is also named Max. Okay. So Max is Max. Um, I think there's a lot of fun ambiguity to play with in that. Right. In the, that character name. Um, oh yeah, tons. <clears throat> And so the central, really, the central premise for me is because I mean, yeah, the 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 overall plot is it's a ghost discovering that they're dead and trapped in a theater. That's, that's why I thought it was cool that there was that like mm -hmm. the lines were blurred between character actor because that might be what it's like if you're stuck in a theater mm -hmm. as an actor. And also, there's the um, like there's the line between character and actor. There are the lines between like life and death, which yep. is like what Max is trying to navigate. Um, for me, really, the central premise is, like, where does an actor begin and end versus a character? Um, wow. Which is yeah. honestly kind of fun now that this is what I'm using the script for to, to explore that. Um, yeah. Now that I say it out loud, that was not entirely intentional on my part to pick the script for that reason. But that's, I think, very nice. I love so that, though. Where does that the, work out. Where does the character, actor and character begin? Where does the character and actor end? Because I think about when we were in um, Prescription Murder together, and for the first two weeks, I had a totally different... What was your character's name? Dr. Fleming. Dr. Fleming, thank you. Yes. Um, Adam and I were in a show together called Prescription Murder. I played the um, Columbo, the investigator, detective person. And for the first two weeks of the rehearsal, I had a completely different Dr. Fleming. Oh, yeah. They dropped out of the show, and Adam very graciously stepped in to take on a lead role like almost halfway through the rehearsal process. Um, and what crazy. was what was fun for me was trying to reconcile the Fleming you were doing versus the Fleming I had been trying to act across for for, for two weeks. I hear they were very different. Um, very very different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is also kind of just a, a seedling of that. Of that's so interesting act, though, because actors bring such drastically different things to a role. It can be it's the exact same role, but you know what I mean. There's been like hundreds of different Romeos, hundreds of different Juliets, yeah, and they all make it their own in some sense of the word. So see, they're making strong choices. Mm -hmm. and, and, really make and even if you have a director who like is trying to get an actor to emulate another actor's performance, like oh, I really want you to do it like Leonardo did in the movie, right? For whatever reason, if that was some reason a director wanted to do it that way, <laughs> right? Exactly. Can you imagine? Yeah. Even I mean, I can. Like, it was an actor trying to emulate Leonardo's performance in the movie. It would still ultimately be that actor's performance because right. you're you're not Leo. As much as you might want to be. As much as you want to be Leo, you're always going to be, yeah, yourself. Um, I think that's really a really cool concept. Um, and so... Should we read through it? Yes. So what we'll be doing is... I'm just kind of... I'm refreshing myself on the email I sent you and Cassidy. Sure, yeah. Um, what we'll be doing is we'll be doing... We'll be kind of borrowing um, a style of reading that I learned about in college, which is just taking everything a page at a time. Love what it. do we just start of the page, stop the page, if that's where the story started and ended? Mm -hmm. What do we learn from that page? Ooh, okay. Um, so that's the way we'll be working through and rehearsing the script. We'll go through and rehearse the script. Mm -hmm. We've done one of these before. We'll take a break. Um, then we'll come back and record it just in one big piece. Gotcha. Um, but the piece that I actually want to start on is on page seven, uh, the highlighted portion. Um, I don't know if it's highlighted in your script or not. Um, yeah. Uh, no, not on seven. 
It's the first paragraph that starts with truth be told and ends with major bummer. Um, yeah. This is a paragraph that was originally written. I don't know. It, I don't know who I had originally in mind for it because I originally wrote this for me, but this piece doesn't even really align with who I am as an actor, so I don't know what this paragraph is for. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is a lot of this is a lot of guys in high school. Yeah, and that, I think that's kind of kind of the way I envision the characters. What if it's just like straight dude like accidentally got roped into a show yeah because of a girl he liked and then because <laughs> of something he liked and then he ended up dying working on that show which i think adds just kind of a fun little tragic dimension to character but right. um i it does this paragraph outright doesn't work for cassidy um when she'll be reading this part because she's right. not um <laughs> a straight dude who got into theater for women exactly um and even if she was a woman who got into the theater for women, that's still a drastically different Dang. playing dynamic playing field. It doesn't work. Doesn't if you work. really put too too much thought into it. Yeah. Um, so this whole paragraph, both in your and Cassidy's version, is getting scrapped entirely. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm the, you're, you're okay. Um, so what I want to do with this paragraph is this is the character's backstory, which we get very nearly at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to start here with this paragraph and kind of build it with you as to who is your Max? Why are they in this show? Um, what's their incentive for being here? And then we'll hop back to the beginning and kind of use that as our as our um, yeah. foundation for what we do for the rest of the work. Ooh, that. I like that. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and I think... Let's try this. Let's have you just read this one paragraph, just the, those listening um, mm -hmm. can understand what it is we're going to be totally scrapping. Sure. Um, and can get a feel of what it, the paragraph is, what it feels like, and then we can totally disassemble it and repurpose it for, okay. for what we want to do. Sounds good. Okay. Truth be told, I auditioned because I was told there would be women. One of my friends who does a lot of acting, he was telling me about how if you want to meet women, Theater is the place to be. They're all hot and all the guys are gay, so you have way better odds if you're straight. The friend who told me this is gay, incidentally. So I Googled auditions in my area and I saw this theater was holding auditions for their season. So obviously I rushed out, got a haircut and auditioned. They told me I had a great audition. They are probably disappointed with what they ended up getting. So I thought I was set. I had a great audition. They had all these cool shows in the lineup. I was bound to meet a hot lady, but here I am, alone, doing a one-man show by myself. No women. Major bummer. So that's Max as he was originally written. They were originally written because it's now a gender-neutral character. Um, Interesting. Um, so their whole incentive to get into theater was they just wanted to meet they wanted to meet, meet a girl. Yeah. So I think what what I get what I get from this paragraph because it's been it's been so long since I've written this that I've lost whatever intention I might have had. Oh initially. yeah, I understand. So yeah. I you know I had an intent at the, some point when I wrote this, but the way I read it now is that like this is someone who like didn't have any luck with the women trying to like get a girlfriend trying to get a partner or whatever and so their friend was like listen buddy if you're really that desperate 
try theater like right it's like, it's like a last desperate resort. for straight men in there desperate um, for straight men. <laughs> yeah and so you know and then he and then he goes out auditions and he gets cast and one man show he's like well this defeats the whole fucking point of why i'm here right um but he still saw it through to an extent where he has most of his lines memorized he was planning on doing the show so like even though it wasn't what he wanted there's still something that connected with him and this whole acting thing yeah it's um, it's more than just how he said before it's like oh it's like those guys in high school but it's more than that he like went out got a haircut mm-hmm. got all ready for this audition mm-hmm. like he actually cared like he put in the effort to yeah. actually like try he, he and really... then he totally got what he did not want exactly um, which is also i guess also kind of foreshadowing of him dying which is not i'm assuming what he wanted when he initially auditioned for this right um no women so if if we take this as a whole um Mm -hmm. this paragraph alone it's a character who thought they were going to get one thing and ended up getting something totally different um do we like that for your max is that a kind of a theme we want to keep or do we want to just totally jettison it and try something different it's a nice entry point Mm -hmm. um because then obviously he's he's getting something he didn't initially go in for right but perhaps he's he's okay Mm -hmm. with what Mm -hmm. he got Mm -hmm. because he's kind of stuck there so he's kind of forced to explore the thing he didn't want to get Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh which yeah, because in in the end, really, he put himself in this situation mm-hmm. because of what he wanted. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's almost like the theater gods are showing him. It's like maybe that's not really what you wanted, mm-hmm. though. Maybe you were looking for something else mm-hmm. entirely. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't in women. It's not, so yeah. It's not even a gender thing at all. It's I mean, it, it can start out that way, right? Looking to meet women, but is there's something within him that he's figuring out himself as mm-hmm. he's talking as he's out loud going, as he's going through all this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I, it's interesting that this is here in this area of the script because i can see it being at the very beginning mm-hmm. almost like a, a prelude but, but we don't get it until basically the end right like he's they are um i mean they're they're in the wrapping they're wrapping up the wrapping up right? yeah um and i so i wonder if when you've when this has been done before and, the, and it got to this part in the script. Did it make, did it add anything for the character, for the audience to understand the character? Like, oh, I get it. This informs a lot of what he's doing I, before. I, I think so. I think this is, this paragraph is kind of um, a key that that helps decipher the rest of the show. Because yeah. the, if we just flip very briefly back to the first page. Mm-hmm. Um um like they make it a paragraph before they break character right yeah 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 <laughs> and um then they spend most of the first page talking as themselves before yeah. they hop back into character and a lot of apologizing too mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and like probably as i'm flipping through mm, it's probably about half and half but i but like if half of a man one man show is the actor breaking character to just address the audience as themselves um that was something i felt needed to be addressed at some point which is why is this actor consistently breaking character forgetting their lines acknowledging that they're fucking all this up um and so for me i was like i have to have a justification somewhere Uh i and just as i was writing i guess that's that's where this landed is towards the end is to be like oh that's why that's why this character is breaking breaking character um that makes sense 
Um, I think it's sweet how innocent he almost is to everything that's that's going on in theater mm-hmm. that's happening around him. He's very innocent and very mm-hmm. matter of fact about it, mm-hmm. but I like that approach to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we want to keep, um, for your rendition of the character, do we want to keep that this is... Do we want to keep that they're... goal was to find women or do we we want to restructure it and um perhaps have this be you know a gay character and if if the if um if max is gay in this version that obviously has to change their context of why they auditioned because uh if they're gay it's not to meet women um and if we're being real if you're gay in theater you don't, you don't really, really you don't have to look very hard you to don't find have to look someone. very far at all you're, you found your community yeah you're right there so it's if if <laughs> If Max is gay, which it sounds like maybe that's where yeah. we want to take it. Okay. Um, he's probably looking for something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so then what is he looking for? Something. He's probably having some sort of external crisis. Okay. What what might that be? Mm, ex- he probably perceives it to be outside of himself, but it's probably not. It's mm-hmm. probably internal. Mm-hmm. And maybe a friend told him, maybe a doctor told him to get involved with something. Or a friend's like, why don't you get involved with something? Or, so maybe... Um, he's, to fill in the gaps of experiences in my life. Maybe it's he's suffering from depression, yeah. anxiety, some kind of mental illness. We don't really need to get right some kind of mental it, illness. But he, he he has something that's an internal problem that someone's like, maybe this external external source can help with it. Exactly. And I'm thinking maybe something like he doesn't feel any sense of belonging. And a lot of people, at least who have experience with theater, I know I've recommended to people like, oh, like it's a great community. Like if you want to get involved, like if you need a sense of belonging, like if, like in some way, try to get involved in whatever. Mm-hmm. But theater, if you're artistic, is a great mm-hmm. outlet too. The light bulb moment that just went off in my head as you were speaking, and I love that this is the direction you went, is that if you are suffering from depression or anxiety and someone says, you know, theater is a really great community where you can meet like-minded people and you can find people who you can connect with. And so you're like, okay, great. So you go out and audition and then get cast in a one-person show. Uh I think there's a special kind of irony in that. Yeah, um, there is. Which to me almost matches kind of the feeling of this original paragraph because it is ultimately all irony. Mm -hmm. I had this one reason to come out and do this to audition for this. And then I got the opposite of what I wanted. The exact and I and I think this is a nice um Yeah. A nice segue is that they have an eat an internal <laughs> internal uh-huh. problem and so friends around them are like, Hey, try theater and then they're like, Great and then they're like, Oh, well, I'm alone now. So I'm alone. I don't know that this gets me any closer to where I needed to go. Exactly. And it, and it's and it's like you can't the the answer's always inside, I suppose, but in theater, you can talk it out, literally mm-hmm, talk mm-hmm. it out to people. And sometimes it's almost like he's in his own, if he is a ghost, right? And he's, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm, dead. He's mm-hmm. almost like his own little internal fragmented world mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. like all these different parts of his psyche that he's speaking to, that he includes, that he thinks is outside of himself, but really he's including them as his own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a... When I first read through this, I thought, well, this is a very fragmented person. You know, like at first, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they're... And then I got the idea, oh, okay, they're maybe they're ghosts. They're not really in this reality. But it fits even more if they were trying to find some place where mm-hmm. they could consolidate all these parts of them that they want to pull together mm-hmm. so they can feel like they belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. And instead, they're really put out there on the edge with, like, naked almost. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm forced now to sit in the feeling of what it feels like to really not know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I think that's the the foundation and the context we can restructure this paragraph around. Awesome. Because I don't think there's we need to do too much work to make this paragraph work. So if we do truth be told, I auditioned because I told there would be community. Like, we only need to change a right. word there. That there, there would be community. Um, so let's go to the second sentence. But one of my friends who does a lot of acting, he was telling me about how if you want to meet women, theater is the place to meet. So, um, um, if you, uh, so is it one of his, so is it one of Max's friends? Is it a doctor? Who told him to go out and seek community? What do you have gone to? Um, well, well, that that's that's there's a question in itself. Did he go to anyone, or was it a friend who's like, bro, I've seen you like shrink into yourself. You need to you need to get out. You know, there's there right. there there's a, a a distinction even between those choices. Yeah, and then and then too to even make the decision to follow the advice, um, mm-hmm. it would have to be coming from somebody that he would trust. I it feels kind of. Weird to say, my doctor told me because then it sounds like, oh, he's oh, he's mentally ill. I got, I got it. It's almost like a trope, but like my friend, uh, auditioned because I was told there'd be community. One of my friends who does a lot of acting, but maybe it's like one of my friends who. It would have to be like a, a close friend, a friend who who knows him better than he knows himself, mm-hmm. who can observe him. Maybe mm-hmm. is noticing that he's looking lost mm-hmm. or disconnected, or like he's lost to himself. Uh, how would we word that? Uh, one of my friends. Who does a lot of acting? He was talking about how, if you want, to... if you're feeling lost or lonely, theater is a great place to be. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, we don't even really need to drastically change yeah. the wording. We just need to change phrases to make it work for what we're wanting to do. Right. If you're um, feeling lost or lonely, theater is the place to be. Yeah. That that's. That's perfect. And we'll just keep moving through this next sentence. They're all hot and the guys are all gay. So you have better odds if you're straight. Um, Ooh, this could be a fun one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if, if the central premise is this is why you want to get in the theater, um, right. that's what the sentence is trying to accomplish. If we... You have better odds of finding community here, mm-hmm. essentially. Like, but why? They're all hot and the guys are all gay. Um... What's some general blanket statements we can make about actors? Right, I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> everyone's got mental illness, and in this, every, everyone, <laughs> everyone's fu- everyone's um, fucked up. Everyone's every- fucked up, <laughs> and everyone. Wait, something about like everyone's fucked up, but everyone feels and loves a lot, mm-hmm. or something like. Because there is the, the fucked up portion to actors, which is funny, but there's also the thing of like people they care so much. So if if Max is looking for that too, mm-hmm. to be seen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's going to be. <laughs> so maybe um, they're all hot and the guys are the gay. Everyone has tremendous baggage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have way better odds if you're straight. Um, Everyone has tremendous baggage. So everyone has tremendous baggage, so you'll be... With people like you, that's almost a shitty thing to say to someone. <laughs> right? Uh, wait. What, so what's a better way to put that? Every, that... Everyone has tremendous baggage, so you have. Um, wait. Everyone has tremendous baggage. So the, you're. I was gonna say. So you're. You're in good company. <laughs> that's that's the that's the that's what I'm kind of trying to go for. Right? But I'm trying to. What's the delicate way to say that to a friend? I know. I'm trying... who, who, who's who? You're like okay. Yeah. They're depressed. I want to make sure they get I, to. A, everyone like... has tremendous baggage, and you have 
And you have way better... Um, Everyone has tremendous baggage, and they're open about it, maybe? I don't even know if that's true, though, because... Oh, so you, uh, everyone has tremendous baggage, okay, and you won't. Um, what is a nice way to say that to a friend without saying, "Hey, Sydney, dear, hey, we need some help with uh, writing." How, how would you tell someone? Uh, yes. So the original sentence is. Um, they're all hot and the guys are all gay, so you have way better odds if you're straight. Um, the context being that this is an actor who was told to get into audition because they wanted to find women. Um, and so the, the justification the being um, all the women are hot and all the guys are gay, so they're desperate for a straight man to meet and fall in love with. Um, but we're not going in that direction. Um, we're going to make Bax gay. Okay. And so what Emma and I have been discussing is that the context for his character to audition for the show is that they were suffering from some kind of mental illness. And a friend was like, hey, you should try theater. You know, there's you can find a community there. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to rewrite the sentence into... Everyone has tremendous baggage. Mm-hmm. Instead of, they're all hot and the guys are gays. Everyone has tremendous baggage. And and then something else to make it to, to take up. So you have way better odds if you're straight. But instead of saying like, so you're in good company, something else that's maybe a little less abrasive, little mm. like if you're trying to encourage someone, who, yeah, maybe more who you've seen suffering from anxiety or depression to try theater because it is ultimately yeah. what I believe a, a, a great community for people who totally. feel are feeling alone. Yeah. Um, what's the polite way to tell a friend that like you'll blend right in? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has tremendous baggage, and you'll blend right in. Maybe. No, maybe, maybe. They, maybe. I don't know. And there's always e- so- everyone has tremendous baggage, and you won't be judged for it. Sometimes um, you gotta pretend to be someone else before you can be okay with who you are. Mm, I like that. Sometimes you have to pretend to be someone else before you can be okay with who you are. Everyone has tremendous baggage. Maybe. Or like sometimes it's nice to. Sometimes, sometimes it's nice to pretend to be someone else. Yeah. Maybe hold on. You can get out of your own head. You can pretend to be someone else and get out of your own head. Yeah, you can pretend to be someone else and get out of your own head. So, um, so what about that sentence? So it would would that take up the they're all hot until better odds if you're straight. And then we could say something. The friend who told me this is. Uh, we can probably cut it, the friend. It's, who told it's bipolar, me this. incidentally. <laughs> um, we can probably cut the friend who told me this is gay, incidentally, because. Um, so, so then it's not everyone has tremendous baggage, but what was that again? The other one. Um, Sometimes it's nice to pretend to be someone else. Sometimes it's nice to be pretend to be someone else. All right, so let's just do the um, the first few sentences we have. Gotcha. And then go from there. Um, pretend. Second. Okay. Truth be told, I auditioned because I was told there would be community. One of my friends who does a lot of acting, he was telling me about how if you're feeling lost or lonely, theater is the place to be. Sometimes it's nice to pretend to be someone else. 
and then we cut the friend who told me this is gay incidentally right and i think we can just move straight into so i googled auditions in my area so i i googled auditions in my area and i saw this theater was holding auditions for their season so So obviously i rushed out got a haircut and auditioned Mm. um does is your max so unkempt that he would need to go out and get a haircut or does he already have it together he's already having it together he would probably need to psych himself up okay to go so then if so he would probably need to god like take a spin class (laughs) get a massage um i go i I saw this obviously i rushed out he probably bought an outfit okay okay so I, so obviously I rushed out, got a new outfit, and auditioned. Yeah. Does that work? Got a new outfit instead of haircut. Got yeah, a new I like outfit. That. They told me I had a great audition. They told me I had a great audition. They're probably disappointed with what they end up getting. I think I think that um, all that all still works. So I think it kind of still plays off of his whole he's not really doing a great performance thus far because he's constantly breaking character. I mean, um, they're probably disappointed with what they end up getting. So I thought I was set. I had a great audition, but they had they, they had all these cool shows in the lineup. I was bound to meet someone. Wait, I was bound, I was bound to meet someone like me or a friend. So I th- I've as I mentioned earlier that we were gonna find instances where the writing was creaky and rusty. Uh-huh. Um, I had a great audition. They had all these cool shows in the lineup. I don't know that someone new to theater would recognize what was a cool show or not. Yeah, no. Um, they like even if they went through and read the synopsises of the shows that were, like, they would sound fun. Right. They'd be like, I don't know if any of these sound cool. Right. So I think I just want to get while we're <laughs> while we're rewriting this paragraph, I just yeah. want to get rid of that because I don't know that someone new to theater would have any right. frame of reference for what a cool show is. That's um, a that's a good one. So it would just be I had a great audition. I thought I was set. Let's let's actually let's try this because mm-hmm. I I think I like it better. I thought I was set. They liked my audition because <laughs> I also I don't think someone new would have any frame of reference for whether or not they had a good audition. I thought I was set. They liked my audition. Mm-hmm. I thought I was set. They liked my audition, and and what they liked my audition. I thought I so I thought I was set. I they liked my audition and offered me the role on the offered me a role on the spot. Um, so it's just, it's something just, to add on to kind of to add to on that, to that to that feeling of I thought I was set. They liked my audition. Okay, so so I thought I was set. They liked my audition and uh, and I clicked with and I clicked with the people I was auditioning with and I or like. Uh, I heard them laugh. I, I don't know if you would know what's good or not. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, um, but if you heard laughter, I feel like a lot of people audition for the first time. If they hear laughs, they think they're doing a good job. Or you, or if there was anyone else in the same room auditioning who were like, kind of "Oh right, there we go." Like, like I was told. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like as I was leaving. I, so I thought I was set. They liked my audition. I was, and one of the other actors there said I did a good job, as I was leaving, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Um, one of the other. Did I get a good job? As I was leaving, as I was leaving, and then 
Are we changing I Was Bound to Meet a Hot Lady? Yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> um, I think what I want to change that to is I Was Already Making Connections. I Was Already Making... Yeah, yeah. I like that. I Was Already Making Connections. Oh, you look beautiful. I love you. You don't need to shower. Oh, Adam. Oh, yes, she does. Yes, I do. Okay. Looking <laughs> <laughs> right, gotcha. kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog, and I love you for it. <laughs> I love that. Gotta go past. <laughs> I was all for those of you listening, Sydney just sprinted out of the room, and it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was already making connections, but here I am, alone, doing a one-man show by myself. No community. No community. Major bummer. Ooh, I love how that just changed everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now let's let's read it through one more okay. time with the changes we, we've we've put in place. Gotcha. And see how it feels. Truth be told, I auditioned because I was told there would be community. One of my friends who does a lot of acting, he was telling me about how if you're feeling lost or lonely, sometimes it's nice to pretend to be someone else. So I googled auditions in my area and i saw this theater was holding auditions for their season so obviously i rushed out got a new outfit and auditioned they told me i had a great audition a great audition they're probably disappointed with what they ended up getting so i thought i was set they liked my audition one of the other actors there told me i did a good job as i was leaving but oh as as i was leaving i was already making connections but here i am alone doing a one-man show by myself no community major bummer i think that sounds lovely i think that gives us a really nice groundwork yeah to to build off of that's nice um okay so now that we've done the hard work let's let's start rehearsing it um and uh like we did for the nose um Uh we're just gonna treat each page as a scene Got so it. as we go through and rehearse, we'll, we'll go through. T- and here's what we'll do. I'll have you read a page. We'll stop. We'll discuss. And then we'll move on. Gotcha. Um, so whenever you're ready, um, just take it away from that. Okay. From the first line. Good evening. Or afternoon. Or morning. Or dusk. I, I guess it's all a matter of perspective. Regardless of your beliefs on where we stand in the time of day, Hello. So nice to see you all. Well, not all of you. Anyone behind the first row, I can only see from the waist up, so I I guess I really can't see you. Part of you, sure, but not all. So can I say it's nice to see you all? After all, I'm not seeing all of you, so it's it's nice to see you all front row. It's nice-ish to see everyone else. That's the thanks you get for not getting here early enough for the best seats, and they are the best seats. Glug, glug. Someone wearing all black backstage handed this to me. Told me it was my prop. I don't recall rehearsing with this. Well, wow, that's good. I should probably take this time to apologize for my appearance. I realize I look unkempt. Not entirely prepared for tonight's performance. I was in a car accident earlier. Not tonight, about a week ago now. Some would say that a week is enough time to recover and put yourself back together after something like that. Try not to look like a schlup. As far as I'm concerned, though, it takes about a week to get over something like that, so I should be put back together come tomorrow. Come back then. 
Do you want to stop there? Keep going. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I think you might have a slightly old version of the script. Did you print off like some the first first thing I ever sent you of this? Because I as you're going through, there's like lines. I'm like, I don't have that line in this version. Oh really? Yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna come and look side by side to see just how different. Oh. This might be an old version. <laughs> oh boy. The, the, I've only made. Let's see here. Yeah. Yep, because I got rid of all that. So. Oh, actor. So, so I was like, but I'm seeing the actor character thing. Ah, there we okay. go. Okay. So he, all right. Okay. So here, let's do this. Okay. Um, just so we're working from the same text. Yes. Um, Thank you. I will I'm give sorry. you this one. Um, well, that's that was that was funny. So that way we can, <laughs> and then once we get back to that paragraph. Perfect. Um, I will go back to this. We will. You're probably sitting there like, what is he? <laughs> I was, Thank well, you. Because like 90% of it's the same. And I was like, I don't have that line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, right. okay. Back back on the same page. Here we go. Okay. Um. All right. Good evening. Good evening. Or afternoon. Or morning. Or dusk. I, I guess it's all a matter of perspective. Regardless of your beliefs on where we stand in the time of day, Hello. And greetings, so nice to see you all. Well, not all of you. Anyone behind the first row, I can only see from the waist up, so I guess I really can't see you. Part of you, sure, but not all. So, can I say it's nice to see you all? After all, I'm not seeing all of you. So, it's nice to see you all front row. It's nice-ish to see everyone else. That's the thanks you get for not getting here early enough for the best seats, and they are the best seats. Someone wearing all black backstage handed this to me. A bottle of beer told me it was my prop. I don't recall rehearsing with this. Oh well. Wow, that's good. I should probably take this time to apologize for my appearance. I was in a car accident earlier. Not tonight, uh, about a week ago now. Some would say that a week is enough time to recover and put yourself back together after something like that. As far as I'm concerned, it takes about a week to get over something like that. So I should be put back together come tomorrow. Come back then. This is my first time acting. I hope you all bear with me. If I go blank for a little while, it probably means I forgot a line. Here, I'll demonstrate what that looks like so you can be prepared for it. You all may be wondering what this is all about. As far as I can figure it out, it's about someone who's had a bad life. Narrows it down, I know. They talk a lot, which I guess is good for a one-person show. The director assured me this is quite normal for theater, so I just took his word on it. My first time acting, the script is kind of weird, and it was an intimate process to get it here tonight. What else? Uh, there will be several points tonight where I, I ask questions of the audience. They're rhetorical, but please feel free to answer them. Whether or not you vocalize that answer is up to you. So what do you all want? For me to quote Shakespeare? Wax philosophic? Wayne lyrical? Make you think about your past, their future? Maybe you just want me to talk. Who did you think of when I said there? Who are you thinking of now? Okay, and that's the page. Um, in that first paragraph, yeah, I there's two so's I want to get rid of. 
Um, so can I say it's nice to see you after all? Cut that so. Can I say it's nice to see you after all? Can I see can, I, can I say it's nice to see you all? Um, after all, I'm not seeing all of you. Um, so it's it... nice. So those, it's like back-to-back sentences that start with so, and that is so it's... egregious to me now, re- so... rereading it, so we're cutting those two so's. So to go part of you, sure, but not all, can I say it's nice to see you? Is that is that what you mean? Um, so I guess I can't really see you. Part of you, sure, but not all. Part of can you. I say it's so like that's that's like almost a half beat there. Like, um, got it. Okay. Part of you, sure, but not all. Can I say? Yeah, it's, it's like you being like, can I even say it if I can't really see you? Right. Um, this is you after all. I'm not seeing all of you. And then cut that so again. Yeah. It's nice to see you all front row. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Um, and in particular, in that first paragraph, those three alls that are kind of back to back, kind you, of yep. kind of use those as like a bouncing point for rhythm almost. Okay. Um, part of you, sure, but not all. Can I nice? Can I say it's nice to see you all? After all, I'm not seeing all of you. Like to right. to just kind of not necessarily punch those words, but just emphasize them a little bit to right. kind of like give us that rhythm to the line yeah um i'm not seeing all of you it's nice to see you all oh probably something i should have mentioned before now is the the central concept um for the way this episode's gonna sound is because i'm trying to make all my episodes feel and sound different yeah the way i'm wanting this to sound ultimately is to sound like you're performing to an audience so, oh. like, at the top of the episode, instead of me doing my typical, thanks for listening to Barely There Theater, I'm going to do it like I used to do the pre-show announcements at Playcrafters. Like, yeah. how are y'all doing tonight? And then there'll be like, oh, well. Like, the, there will be audience laughing at you and, like, making sound reactions to you. Okay. Obviously, we won't have that today. But I want this to feel like you are performing to an audience, and that's the way the episode will sound. Uh, it's an audience of the dead. It's other ghosts yeah. happening in the theater. I love that. Is it, it will almost sound like that Virginia Woolf album? Almost, yes. Okay. That's kind of also what I'm trying to emulate. I um, like that. Let's see. What else? Um, it's good. I apologize. Was, mm, was he drinking driving? Yeah. Um, well, that's a very good question. Was he? Hmm. I know that later on in the script he right. does he does explain the the story of the accident. Right, right. Um that being said, you know, if someone was drinking and driving and that led to their own demise, I could imagine that's a valid they would leave that part of the story out. <laughs> yeah, because well, um, the alcohol launches him into this apology about it and then he brings up the car accident and then That's you know, that's a really I love that you acknowledge that because that wasn't even something I was thinking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, and I love that you bring that up because that's what, what we're trying to do with this whole thing is yeah. what our actor, what are you and Cassidy going to bring to this script? Yeah. So I love that interpretation. We, we can keep that. Okay. Um, 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 I also want to cut here. I'll demonstrate what that looks like so you can be prepared for it. Um, because there's no visual component to, to help indicate. Gotcha. Yeah, you're right. Here, I'll demonstrate. And if I set that music stand a little high, you can adjust it as needed. Is it down here that you adjust it? Um, yeah, yep. either or. Yep. Perfect. There we go. Okay. Just that way you don't have to, like, huh? <laughs> peer about, above. So for a little while, that means I forgot a line. You all see, you know what this is all about. We'll just, okay, gotcha. 
Having a hard time about someone's had a bad life. Hmm. Um, okay, like and then the sentence, my first time acting, the script is kind of weird, and it was an intimate process to get here tonight. That's you rattling off a list. Like, that's kind of you recounting what you've already said so far. So it's like, my let's see, it was my first time acting, it was a weird... Da, 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 da. Like, you just kind of re... A lot of you talking in the show when you break character is you recontextualizing what you just said and then getting yourself back on track. Gotcha. So there's a lot of moments like that where you, like, you're just kind of re-rattling off what's already occurred. Gotcha. <clears throat> um... The last thing I want um, to focus on before we read this page again yeah. is to really make each voice sound even more distinct. You're already kind of doing it, but I want to push you further. Mm -hmm. um, the way I kind of envision the the character within the play, like the the, play, the, the imaginary play dialogue he's reading... Um, is almost kind of pretentious because there is a one-man show that I, I, I don't want to say I cribbed from, but it, I read right before reading this and it left an impact on me. And yeah. I think that impact worked its way in the script. And that the character in that show is kind of just a pretentious... pretentious I, that's a word I use a lot. I don't know if that's the right word. It's just kind of someone who is... They love the sound of their own voice. That mid-Atlantic 1940s voice. Kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the way I speak. Um, good evening. Good evening. Or afternoon. Or afternoon. Not necessarily like that Morning quite... Or dusk. Formal, but, like, I want that shift between good evening. Good evening. So I totally forgot what I was going to say. Like, because, like, immediately it's the same voice, but you know it's like, oh, okay, they've shifted out. It's like shifting down gears a little bit. Right, right. Um, and so that way um, we can get that nice shift. And whether or not you vocalize that, that's up to you. So what do you all want? Or, like, you know, I, I'm exaggerating. I like that, to, though. To help no, no, no. indicate. Um, so what do you all want? But I think Can that that very clear distinction will only help our audience because they don't get any physicality. Right. Because when... They the, have to hear the, it. The one time the script was done, it was as a one-man show. So, like, the actor, um, very talented man, um, he had, like, a lot of physicality that helped aid his performance, but we don't. Right. We don't get that perk. We're doing this the hard way. We're get doing this voice. on hard mode. Right. Um, so we have to do it exclusively through the voice. I love that, though. Um, so anytime we see Max as Max, we're the, we're the actor. Yep. Mm -hmm. we're and the... then Max is the, the normal dude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Got mm -hmm. it. Um, I like the distinction of the voice. Yeah, I was going to ask you about and that. And I actually, I like that you refer to um, Max as Max as the actor. Um, because I think the character he's playing... <laughs> and this is part of the reason I change it from character and actor because it, yeah. the mo the working on it it gets very confusing to try to differentiate who is what. Right. Um, but Max is Max. I think is um, if if we were to take just the text of like the the imaginary play he's performing, it feels like a play that's about theater in and of itself. Yes, it does. Um, so I, I like that you use the word actor because it feels like an actor giving a one-person show, mm -hmm. even though it's an actor giving a performance. Perform there, there's so many layers. It's like an of, actor's nightmare to Christopher Durang nightmare. It's, 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 my, it's my living nightmare of any time I write a show, reality like just collapses in on itself, mm -hmm. it seems. Mm -hmm. um, so this is kind of that because it's an actor pretending to be an actor pretending. It's, there's so many layers that oh, we, we, could, we could spend all day just really getting to the weeds with it. <laughs> we're not going to. Okay. Um, but I like that you refer to him as an actor because I think 
if we if it's he's not just an actor he's an actor he's an actor mm-hmm. there's just that little bit of mm. Mm, you're seeing intellectual theater no. even though it's <laughs> it, it, by the time the care the um, the character yeah. the, the, that's why i changed it it's exactly why i changed it it yeah. was so confusing um so by the time max as himself um breaks character he is just totally deconstructing mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of like the actor's story right um yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Max himself is not necessarily the best actor, otherwise he wouldn't be breaking character in the first place. Right. Um, right. This is a really... Man, we're, we're almost an hour into it. We're still on the first page. I love this. This is... This is I don't think I really anticipated going to this what a dense script this is. I really like um, deconstructing this. I, I, need, I need to text Christine and give her a kudos for directing this, because this is, this is not easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, okay. All of, all of that being said, hopefully... Yeah. The more the more we can build this framework, the quicker the rest of these notes will go. Gotcha. Um, so let's just try this page again. Okay. See how it sounds, and then we'll keep going. Good evening, or afternoon, or morning, or dusk. I guess it's all a matter of perspective. Regardless of your beliefs on where we stand in the time of day, hello and greetings. So nice to see you all. Well... Not all of you. Anyone behind the first row? I, I can only see from the waist up, so I guess I really can't see you. Part of you, sure, but not all. Can I say it's nice to see you? All? After all, I, I'm not seeing all of you. It's nice to see you all, front row. It's nice-ish to see everyone else. That's the thanks you get for not getting here early enough for the best seats. And they are the best seats. Someone wearing all black backstage handed this to me. A bottle of beer. Told me it was my prop. I don't recall rehearsing with this. Oh, well. Wow, that's good. And can you give like a... Like a, like you don't like alcohol, but someone's handed you this prop, and you know what? Oh. By God, you're gonna make it work. <laughs> uh, I don't recall rehearsing with this. Oh well. Ah, oh, wow, wow, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, good, 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 good. Keep going. I should, uh, I should probably take this time to apologize for my appearance. I was in a car accident earlier. Not tonight. Uh, about a week ago now. Some would say that a week is enough time to recover and put yourself back together after something like that. As far as I'm concerned, it it takes about a week to get over something like that. So I should be put back together come tomorrow. Come back then. This is my first time acting. I hope you all bear with me. If I go blank for a little while, it probably means I forgot a line. You all may be wondering what this is all about. It's As far as I can figure it out, it's about someone who's had a bad life. Narrows it down, I know. They talk a lot, which I guess is good for a one-person show. The director assured me this is quite normal for theater, so I just took his word on it. My first time acting, the script's kind of weird, and it was an intimate process to get it here tonight. What else? Oh, there will be several points tonight where I will ask questions of the audience. They're rhetorical, but please feel free to answer them. Whether or not you vocalize that answer is up to you. So, what do you all want? For me to quote Shakespeare, wax philosophic, wane lyrical, 
make you think about your past, their future? Maybe you just want me to talk. Who did you think of when I said there? Who are you thinking of now? That's good. <laughs> I really like um I really like the direction um we're pushing in. I think just a couple more notes and then we'll flip to the yeah. the page. Max is Max. I tone down the voice just a little bit and add replace like if you br the volume bring it down with replace it with a little bit of condescension almost. Okay. Um like the 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 actor, the character, whatever we want to call it, um loves the sound of their own voice. Um Mm -hmm. And th there's just that little edge of condescension to the audience. Like, oh, do you get what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I don't know that you do. And then <laughs> I really like um, how you, like, you're like you taking Max as Max and you're kind of really slowing it down and chewing the scenery. And then Max is like, oh, someone, like, I like that pace differentiation. Keep okay. keep playing with that. That's that's a good direction to push in. Okay, cool. Um, let's to the next page which is just max and there's no actor mm -hmm. um j just just max i hope you're having a good time with this performance with your life I, I genuinely do mean that sometimes it's nice to hear kind words from a stranger or half a stranger you're all strangers to me except for my parents who are here tonight hi mom hi dad that was my line. They're not actually here. I've been coming to the theater for years, mainly to support friends, but occasionally I do like what I see. I'm one of those people you hate. I sit in the back on my phone most of the time, but I'm sure to holler and clap and stand during the curtain call and, and my friend bows. Change that to when my friend bows. Yet another. <laughs> gotcha. When I'm sure to holler and clap and stand during curtain call when my friend bows. <coughs> Every now and then I actually do see a player musical that's so good it makes me think. Not about the script or the performance or anything, but the work that goes into it. I've always wondered when, when watching shows, you know, I look at the lights and wonder, why are they pointed the way they are? Why are they using the colors they are of, about why the sound designer picked that music for that scene change? It didn't really work for me. He had to know that when he picked it, that it wouldn't work. But the thing I wonder about most is the actors, the characters. I, I just sit there and I watch them talk and talk and talk. I just kind of, I glaze over the actual performances. I begin to wonder, where does the actor begin and the character end? How much of a, of a performance is real? There has to be some truth to it, right? Right? Otherwise, what's the point of coming? I could go see a movie just as easily. I'm still going to a theater. I can still claim I'm cultured for doing it. No, there's a reason people still come. There's something to it. When an actor gets up here and performs for you, they're telling you a story. It, it might be the one the playwright intended. It probably isn't. <laughs> there's another monologue about theater later on in the script, but it's from the character, not me. I don't, I don't really know if I like it, but hey, to each their own. <sighs> Sorry. Ah, still have some nasty whiplash from that accident. I've heard that it can come and go for years, so I'm looking forward to this. The guy who hit me was a real ass, ran a red light. Oh well, I lived, didn't I? 
Now you're probably wondering about this character I'm playing, right? Seems kind of weird, sort of off. Truth be told, there was this big monologue at the beginning explaining why they are the way they are. Truth be told again, when I came out here and saw that I was actually about to perform for people for the first time, I, I, I panicked. I, I skipped the opening monologue. You all had no idea until I told you I did that. Good one. Okay, I'm going to double back. Do that quick bit and then jump back to where we're in the story please all pretend i didn't tell you i just skipped it jesus christ <laughs> okay i like i like a lot of that um i should have had a pen i should have a pen or pencil so i can take notes as you're speaking so i can know what to say <laughs> later um i think this is interesting he takes such a, a long pause out to be just him mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also there's a, there's a couple things I want to highlight, yeah. um, and I'm gonna go grab a pencil real quick, just so I can I can, I can do this whole directing thing a little better than I'm currently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Be right back. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm back. Um... <clears throat> Notes for what we're currently working on. Yeah. Um couple things I want to highlight. Um, the line in the second paragraph, I've always wondered when watching shows, really, really punch wondered. Because that sets up the next line. I've always wondered when watching shows. Okay. Like, make it an action verb. I've always wondered. Um, I've always wondered when watching shows. Look at also, I want to change. He had to know that when he picked it to they. I, I realize as we're listening to, I, that the, I, I am very male heavy on the background staff of the, the you. imaginary show, and I think you know it's little things like that that accumulate and right. and build in people's minds. So let's make it gender neutral. They had he, to know that when they picked it that that it wouldn't work. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the last thing I want to highlight. There's no... love the question I want to do the second to last paragraph again but the other thing I want to highlight is hi mom hi dad that was my line they're not actually here this is the character referring to a line they have as themselves um Mm, I, I don't okay. know I don't know if this is this might be creaky as we get more into it. This might not work. Um I how do I how do I want that to read? Um Do you want that to be Max's Max? As Max playing as Max's Max? That's super meta. <laughs> I'm thinking that. Um Hi Mom, hi Dad. Was my life actually okay? You know what? I that's a that's a very good question. What we're going to do is the first chunk of that paragraph mm-hmm. um, through "Hi mom, hi dad." Yeah, that's Max's Max. Okay, and then you shift back into your regular real life unquote real life god the script um uh, it, as max at, then you just shift back to max that was my line they're not actually here 
Okay, got it. So it's it's a continuation of that whole condescension from the previous page. Mm-hmm. What did you think of when I said there? Who are you thinking of now? No, I hope you're having a good time. time. Yeah, and just kind of a continuation of that so beat. Life. And then you get through the, hi, mom, hi, dad. Hi, mom, hi, dad. That's my line. That's They're my not actually here. Actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think that makes it flow a little better. Um, so thank you for asking that question. Yeah. Um, Usually I do like what I see. And I think that's a better that's a better way to cut that line. Mm-hmm. Um, just so I can remember this for later. Um, I want to work the sorry, still have some nasty whiplash paragraph, and then we'll move on to the next page. Yeah. Um, sorry, accident. I think just let's just run back one more time. The, I, I had notes, but I've lost them. At the sorry, still have sorry, still have yep. some. Yep, 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 yep. Ah, uh, sorry, still has some nasty whiplash from that accident. I've heard that it can come and go for years, so I'm looking forward to this. The guy who hit me was a real ass. Ran a red light. Oh well, I lived, didn't I? Now you're probably wondering about this character I'm playing, right? Seems kind of weird, sort of off. Truth be told, there was this big monologue at the, at the beginning explaining why they are the way they are. Truth be told again, when I came out here and saw that I was actually about to perform for people for the first time, I panicked. I skipped the opening monologue. You all had no idea until I told you that I did that. Good one. Okay, I'm going to double back, do that quick quick bit and then jump back to where we are on the story please i'll pretend i didn't tell you i skipped it jesus christ okay i like that i think i want to add um i want to make sure um when i was actually about to perform for people for the first time yeah attach the meaning of for the first time to um for people as opposed to i panicked because um, as we've established later on, he's suffering from some kind of vague mental illness. So this is not the first time he's panicked. Mm-hmm. This has, however, the first time he's performed for people. <laughs> so just really make the sure the, the the meaning of for the first time connects to people. To that, and then I panicked as a separate. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, gotcha. So just do that. Do that. Um, and I think I I like the idea of. Once you say, I panicked, you realize the confession you just made, and you're like, I skipped the opening. Like, uh, it's like you get this, now it's just like word vomit that it's just falling out of you uh-huh. if you've ever had that moment where, like, you, yep. yep, and you're like, oh, and it just keeps coming out, and you're like, okay, 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 okay. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna hop back, we're gonna do that, and then we're just gonna keep on going. Um, so, to kind of add that that layer of, like, <laughs> to yeah. have that, that, to add that layer of like the character realizing they're fucking up and that frankness of like trying to cover it up and admit <laughs> I think there's just a lot of fun that can be had in there. Awkward. So let's just it. do you know what? Let's just do this paragraph again. Sure. Sorry. Ugh, I still have some nasty whiplash from that accident. I've heard that it can come and go for years, so I'm looking forward to this. The guy who hit who hit me was a real ass. Ran a red light. Oh well, I lived, didn't I? Now you're probably wondering about this character I'm playing, right? Seems kind of weird, sort of off. Truth be told, there was this big monologue at the beginning explaining why they are the way they are. 
Truth be told, again, when I came out here and saw that I was actually about to perform for people for the first time, I panicked. Perfect. I, I, I skipped the opening monologue. You all had no idea until I told you I did that. Good one. Okay, I'm going to double back, do that quick bit, and then jump back to where we are in the story. Please all pretend I didn't just tell you I skipped it. Jesus Christ. Good, 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 good. Okay, I like that. I, I love the changes we made to that page. Let's awesome. keep going. Right. Hello, all. Hello, all. <laughs> My name is Max. My last name doesn't really matter. It could be yours, coincidentally. But it's mine, incidentally. I never went to college, but and I dropped out of high school. Growing up, I moved 13 times. I don't mean moving houses either, but moving homes. Having to relearn the accent I should talk with, the lingo I should use. For example, what do you call it when a building is opposite another? On street corners. I call it Caddy Corner. People out east call it Kitty Corner. People down in Texas call it the one next to the gun store. <laughs> like, 13 times is a lot to move. It's, it's even more when you're split between parents. Dad went one way, mom went another. They flipped a coin each year to see who got me. I moved 13 times, so I never made friends. I wasn't good at it. I, I was good at making people think we were friends. I got really good at conning them. You'd be amazed at how much people will bet on a coin toss. Ten bucks. Their kid. It was in high school that I realized I, I really had a knack for taking people's money. So I decided to leave. Headed for the mountains where the trees touch the sky and people are foolish enough to try to touch the sky as well. The first thing I noticed about the mountains was the rain. It rains different up there, sideways and up. It's as if that's how the rain is supposed to travel, and it puts on a spectacle for those of us watching. The clouds seem confused, we're so close. That reminds me of this vacation I took to the mountains a while back. Okay. I say vacation, but really my roommate wanted to go. We go up there in the winter. He was big into snowboarding. I wasn't. One particular night, I went out for a few drinks. I hit up one of the local bars, same as every other night. A real hole in the wall. There's nothing like drinking in the tourist towns. These bars have everything. Even the angry drunks will tell you a funny joke. Oh, beer's out. Be right back. And then for this, you'll actually like walk around the corner to simulate the effect of your voice being far away. Gotcha. Um... Mm. Hello? Hello, lady? Guy? Hey, person in black? Where do you keep the terrible beer? Oh, oh, never mind. I found it. This stuff is truly terrible, but I gotta quench my thirst somehow. Y you would think water would be the, the, the drink of choice, but the only liquid I can find is nice, soothing beer. It's weird. Before I started, it was buzzing with activity back there. People getting dressed, stagehands running around in black, but it's empty now. Seems like I'm the only one here. Okay. Um, couple notes. Um, God, 
the pretentious character. <laughs> Th- that. So what I wanted to do when I originally wrote the script was really make the voices feel distinct. So that's why the pretentious character has such kind of... Yeah. His... It's just such a distinctly different way of talking. I hear it now, and it's just, I, I could have done it better, but it, I have to I have to let go of the past. I didn't know entirely what I was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one sentence in particular that... The so the really pretty lines, the lines that I actually like the most from the script, all belong to the the actor. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being, "The clouds seemed confused. We were so close." I think that's just kind of a very lovely thought. Okay. Um, there's a nice poetry to it. Clouds um, seemed confused. We're so close. Ooh, I love that too. Mm-hmm. And there's also another phrase that I think just kind of lands nicely on the ear, where the trees touch the sky and people are foolish enough to try as well. Yeah. I think I'll, here, I want to cut to touch the second. So I want to cut to touch the sky after try. So the sentence reads, where the trees touch the sky and people are foolish enough to try as well. I think that just kind of flows a little better. Um, where the trees touch the sky and people are foolish enough to try as well. Mm-hmm. Foolish enough to try as well. Perfect. Because we already have the established what it is they're trying to touch. We don't need it again. Right. Um, and then kind of taking a beat to let that sentence land before moving on to. The first thing I noticed about the mountains. Um, yeah. Because when once you sh- once you headed for the mountains, once you say that line, um, I think it kind of shifts in tone because the character, the actor, <laughs> the... Uh, right, right. yeah, this it, changing it to Max and Max is Max was a good call. The, the yeah. further we get into this, the more that was prescient on my uh, my right. part. Um, I think that character they really connect with nature. I think that's I don't. Maybe I'm thinking of the original, original version. But uh, for me, they really connect with nature. So once they move to the mountains, they kind of lose some of that harsh tone that they have with the audience because they do... like They yeah. like the mountains. They like the clouds, the trees, the the rain. Um, because the, that's not people. Right. I think... I th- And I think the condescension of that character also comes from the, their... Um, as we get from this first paragraph, they did not have a good upbringing. They did not have a good... Right, and they, you know we 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 can argue that this is a character with a play within a play. So like, how real is their life? Well, as right. the ones telling the story, it's as real as we want to make it. Exactly. And so I think um, with this context of like their childhood and moving all over the place, they did not have they don't have a lot of faith in people. No, because we even have that little little line about how like you'd be amazed what people would bet on a coin toss they're 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 children and i think the implication with the children is like there were some years where like the parents would flip a coin to decide who had to who had to deal with their kid for a year right and i think that's just a tremendous burden for a kid to bear yeah so i think once we shift in the mountains that's very much they like nature because nature isn't people right um and i think that that sounds nice um you too I like how it makes Max think of something. Mm-hmm. And it makes him break character yeah. to, to think about his own time in the mountains. Um, to fill in the gap of what used to be here, there used to be like a whole page monologue about Max's vacation. And there's like someone he met in the bar and they went out into the snow after the bar and froze to death and they didn't find them. If it, it, 
it, it was one of the things that my friend Christine was like, bro, you got it. Cause it was like two pages of just monologue. And she was like this, you have to cut this. It's, it's, it's cool. It's atmospheric, but we have to keep this moving. So uh-huh. that there used to be a whole other chunk here. That's gone now. And I think that's okay. I think it's good even. Um, yeah, but in the bottom half of the page, um, there's a couple things I want to highlight. Um, Hey lady, Guy, that that sentence, that's the first hint we get of something kind of supernatural happening. Because um, the context is the stage crew member handed you the spirit bottle right as you were going on stage. And now that you're trying to think of who handed it was, you're like, hey, uh, lady. Guy? Because the more you think about it, you're like, were they a lady? Were Were they they a guy? guy? It kind of brings in that supernatural element of like, who am I here with? Exactly. Um which then kind of feeds into the end of the paragraph. Um, it was That's... buzzing with activity back there, but now it's okay. empty. Here. And he doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't really know yet what's going on. The, this is the very first hints of that self-awareness starting to creep into gotcha. the whole I'm dead thing. Um, so I just want to make sure those beats land. Okay. Um, because, because you pivot, pivot from, Hey lady guy, Hey, person in black, because that's the one thing you're sure of. Right. They were a crew person wearing black. I know that much. Um, I also want to punch nice, soothing beer, because you do not like beer, but it's the only liquid you have. So it's nice, soothing beer. Nice, soothing beer. <laughs> and also, as an actor, I have to imagine having beer is your only way to, like, wet your throat. Oh. It's just fucking excruciating. It's gotta be awful. Um, like, just awful. So, <laughs> to really add, to add that layer of, like, God, I hate that the only thing available to me is beer. Mm. Um, which is, I think, plays nicely into your whole drunk driving. Yeah. I, I, th- I, th- I think that adds a nice layer to it. I do, too. Because um, yeah. that's not present necessarily in the text, but we can add it in subtext. Yeah. Um, I gave you a lot of notes. Let's just just do this whole page one more time, and then we'll, okay. we'll we'll keep moving. Hello, all. My name is Max. My last name doesn't really matter. It could be yours, coincidentally, but it's mine, incidentally. I never went to college, and I dropped out of high school. Growing up, I moved thirteen times. I don't mean moving houses either, but moving homes. Having to relearn the accent I should talk with, the lingo I should use, for example. What do you call it when a building is opposite another on street corners? I call it catty corner. People out east call it kitty corner. People down in Texas call it the one next to the gun store. Thirteen times is a lot to move. It's even more when you're split between parents. Dad went one way, Mom went another. They flipped a coin each year to see who got me. I moved 13 times, so I never made friends. I wasn't good at it. I was good at making people think we were friends. I got really good at conning them. You'd be amazed at how much people will bet on a coin toss. Ten bucks. They're kid. It was in high school that I realized I really had a knack for taking people's money. So I decided to leave, headed for the mountains, where the trees touch the sky and people are foolish enough to try as well. The first thing I noticed about the mountains was the rain. 
It rains so different up there, sideways and up. It's as if that's how the rain is supposed to travel, and it, it puts on a spectacle for those of us watching. The clouds seem confused, we're so close. Mm. That reminds me of this vacation I took to the mountains a while back. I, so I say vacation, but really my roommate wanted to go. We go up there in winter. He was big into snowboarding. I wasn't. One particular night, I went out for a few drinks. I hit up one of the local bars. Same as every other night. Real hole in the wall. There's nothing like drinking in tourist towns. These bars have everything. Even the angry drunks will tell you a funny joke. Oh, beer's out. Be right back. Hello? Hello? Hey. Lady? Guy? Uh, the person in black. We're, we're ready to keep the terrible beer. Oh, never mind. I found it. Oh, this stuff is truly terrible, but I got to quench my thirst somehow. You would think water would be the drink of choice here, but the only liquid I could find is nice, soothing beer. It's weird. Before I started, it was buzzing with activity back there. People getting dressed, stagehands running around in black, but it's empty now. Seems like I'm the only one here. Good. Um, I thought I had one. Nope. Keep moving. Next page. Are any of you here with me? On this lovely evening, how many of you are at home with your bills, your pets, your life? How many of you hung your troubles at the door and just came for a quality night of theater? That's one thing that bothers me. We go out to avoid our problems. Tell me, the last time you went to a movie, was it to get away or to be reminded about your problems? To get away? Why else would you go? But now, but now, it's all capes and superpowers and robots taking over the world the last one might not be a movie soon we can go to the movies to see life bigger and brighter than it possibly can be but anytime you go to the theater anymore it's it's all depressing i think it's hard to watch but i guess people like these types of stories else theaters wouldn't be selling as well as they are ticket sales are just skyrocketing Theater is magical that way. It can transport you to whole new places, teach you new things. It, it can teach you to appreciate what you have in life. You may not have as much as your neighbor or that one dreamy movie star, but you have enough for yourself. Movie and television tell you to want more. Theater tells you to be happy with what you have because it could, be, it could always be worse. You could be the, a pair of star-crossed lovers doomed to die, or a salesman doomed to die. Maybe that's why people like fiction. No one ever dies, sure. Romeo and Juliet both take the big sleep at the end of the tale, but by the next night they're resurrected, born to die again. And again, and again. I, I think Romeo and Juliet are still going to be dying long after you and I are dust. Cheating death must be the magic of stories. I don't know that I agree with that. What about, the, what about all the characters and all the forgotten novels? They're, 
They're dead now too, right? Seems to me characters are just as mortal as people. You would know. Hello? Did you all hear? Sorry. I thought I... Oh, do you ever have those dreams that, that just stick with you? You wake up, but it, it still feels like you're dreaming. That's where I'm at right now. I remember glass breaking. Sorry. Sorry. Back to the story. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is listen when people talk. And I don't mean when they're talking about anything. All right. End of page. <clears throat> I love the second paragraph of Max is Max. Mm -hmm. I think that's beautifully written. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, and you are the right. first paragraph is some real boomer energy, but I, I, that's also I think part of um, right? yeah. the pretentiousness of the play within the play. Yeah, um, me trying to make it sound distinct but it's I, true like it, people i guess people do like these stories because this is what theater is mm -hmm. i mean i'm sorry movie theaters are now mm -hmm. it is all this yeah like you can go see movies like the lighthouse or um oh yeah i mean th those are available but you go and it's like you and two other people in the cinema if you're whereas you enough. go to like see avengers endgame and it's like packed weeks after the the show has started it smells of popcorn uh, and pizza and it's like if you're lucky enough for the good film to even get to your theater mm -hmm. you know yeah you're kind of doing um i love that um, interjection there. and i think and the cheating death Ooh, i love that cheating death must be the magic of stories um add a little more sarcasm to else theaters wouldn't be selling as well as they are ticket scales are just skyrocketing because even though you are pretentious you do r recognize that theater is dying <laughs> um, gotcha. um and dying might be a little harsh for what's currently happening to theater because he i mean i wrote this six years ago and it's still i would argue happening today yeah it's i think theater is struggling to adapt now. adapt to the new everything to everything you know it's people yeah. it's it's that's a whole other argument that we could it's one that hours talking I about. couldn't have even foreseen coming when you wrote this play six years ago. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have even thought that, oh my God, theater has to go through now not only thinking it's dying, but having to adapt to everything that's changing. Mm -hmm. And it still is. Because mm -hmm. even in this context, it's talking about movie theaters as some like safe haven of like business. Right. But like even today, movie theaters are not doing as well as they were even like two no, years ago. not at uh, all. Um, so it's, it's kind of all of us having to reevaluate what does it, entertainment mean to us? It's like, will people even go out now mm -hmm, for entertainment? Mm -hmm, do they all mm -hmm. just want it at home? Do they want to make an effort? Usually there's something about going to the theater mm -hmm. that is part yeah, of it. That's a form of escapism. Yeah. Um, so making sure that that sarcasm lands at the end of the first paragraph. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I want... Um, sure, Romeo and Juliet both take the big sleep at the end of the tale, but by the next night, they're resurrected, born to die... Again and again and again. I want that to feel like an echo fading away. Sure. Um, and then really just kind of linger. I think... <laughs> so I, I don't ever sit and watch the shows I write. 
Um, <laughs> it's it's just it's excruciating for me to sit in an, in an audience of people and like if a joke doesn't land that kills me a little inside. If like I hear a line and yeah. doesn't land the way I thought, like it's excruciating for me to listen to my own shows. But um, I, I had to operate the booth for the 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 one act night we did of these, so I I was there to 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 witness how is that all <laughs> excruciating it was largely yeah. excruciating but the one the one highlight i have from from actually watching those shows is yeah. this there's this line i think romeo and juliet are still going to be dying long after you and i are dust someone in the back row just like a few feet ahead of me went oh wow like they turned to the person next to them and said oh wow, wow. and so my friend christine told me to cut this line i'm like no this line is I good. I love it. I love it. So um, I think Romeo and Juliet are going to be dying long after. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so beautiful. It gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And, and and so the, I just want to make sure that that's another one of those because Max's Max really does get the best lines, and so he that's does. one of the ones that I just want to kind of let linger, mm-hmm. kind of float in the air for a little bit. Cheating death must be the magic of stories. I don't know that I agree, and like make that a really harsh like shift into like your natural voice. Um, okay, I don't know that I agree with that. Like, I don't know. That <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> um, and the the you would know. Um, I'll be adding like effects to make it sound like kind of like it's coming from somewhere not entirely. I'm gonna make it sound a little extra fancy. Okay. Um, but um, even slower like. Um, or maybe not slower. They're dead now too, right? Seems to me characters are just as mortal as people. Another great line. Um, for you would know. Um, you would know. And it might be just a line where, like, I have you what come back and just do it as its own. Just like lean in as close as you can to the mic and just whisper. You would know. You would know. Like I want it to be like almost barely heard, and like I'm gonna do a bunch of like effects to make it sound like it's kind of coming from everywhere so you can be like uh-huh uh, you all hello. you all yeah. hear that because it's the character trying to break through to the actor um to be like hey you're you're dead and the original version this was a physical component it was uh-huh. um the original line was max saying hey would anyone like to see a magic trick or does anyone know a magic I, I don't fully remember but it was asking about a magic trick and then the character kind of took over the body of the actor and does a magic trick and the actor's like does anyone know how i did that um but Ooh, like it's it's that. it's a really it was a really cool physical moment but yeah. like we don't get that right honestly. we we can't and I, there's no way to convey it no. in voice so i kind of had to think outside the box and so you the character voice is like now like a ghost voice echoing through the rafters okay um um and then, so, the last the chunk of Max there at the bottom. Um, the dreams or the one of my favorite things? Um, the dreams. Um, so, I, the whisper to happen, um, uh, that first line back is, oh, did you all... That's, that's something, it's deeply unsettling to you because you know for a fact you heard it, but the, the, the ghost audience that you're playing to has has no reaction to it to so kind of give you like um okay an imagination thing to play off of um i thought i then you have like a, uh, like another kind of noise of um neck pain uh-huh. do you ever have those dreams just kind of make that very floaty and ethereal and then where it still feels like you're dreaming that's where i'm at right now take a beat there 
I remember glass breaking. Like, it's coming back to you, and you don't even know what's coming back to you yet. Okay. Um, so I remember glass breaking. Sorry, sorry. And it's, like, you trying to, like, pull... It's another one of those moments of, like, you, like, realizing what the fuck is happening. You're pulling yourself back together. Right. Um... I think I also want to make sure um, and Max is Max that the Doom to Die those back to backs um, just kind of punch those a little more because it's 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 kind of like a, mm-hmm. a sick beat that so many characters in theater just fucking die <laughs> right um, Doom to Die and it's like offering alternative or salesman doomed to die <laughs> okay okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like a, almost a comedic beat of like you could be this doomed, doomed to, die, to die or you could be this also doomed, doomed to die, to die. <laughs> like, right, what, right. whatever you pick you're doomed to die which is it, yeah if we really want to blow it up you know <laughs> um the gist of everything let's let's just do this page one more time because this is also kind of a they're, they're all dense pages so gotcha <laughs> Are any of you here with me on this lovely evening? How many of you are at home with your bills, your pets, your life? How many of you hung your troubles at the door and just came for a quality night of theater? That's one thing that bothers me. We go out to avoid our problems. Tell me, the last time you went to a movie, was it to get away or to be reminded about your problems? To get away? Why else would you go? But now, but now it's all capes and superpowers and robots taking over the world. The last one might not be a movie soon. We go to the movies to see life bigger and brighter than Um, it. cut that line. The last one might not be a movie soon. Gotcha. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it adds anything. I think it, it's not that prescient of a I agree. observation, so let's just cut it. But now, but now it's all capes and superpowers and robots taking over the world. We go to the movies to see life bigger and brighter than it it possibly can be. But any time you go to the theater anymore, it's all depressing. I think it's hard to watch. But I guess people like these types of stories, else theaters wouldn't be selling as well as they are. Ticket sales are just skyrocketing. Theater is magical that way. It can transport you to whole new places, teach you new things. It can teach you to appreciate what you have in life. You may not have as much as your neighbor or that one dreamy movie star, but you have enough for yourself. Movie and television tell you to want more. Theater tells you to be happy with what you have because it could always be worse. You could be a, a pair of star-crossed lovers, doomed to die. Or a, a, a salesman, doomed to die. <laughs> Good. Maybe that's why people like fiction. No one ever dies. Sure, Romeo and Juliet both take the big sleep at the end of the tale, but by the next night they're resurrected, born to die again and again and again. 
I think Romeo and Juliet are still going to be dying long after you and I are dust. Cheating death must be the magic of stories. I don't know if I agree with that. Perfect. What about all the characters in all the forgotten novels? They're dead now too, right? Seems to me characters are just as mortal as people. You would know. Hello? Did you all hear? Sorry, I thought I... Ah! Ah! Do you ever have those dreams that just stick with you? You wake up, but it still feels like you're dreaming? That's where I'm at right now. I remember glass breaking. Sorry. Sorry. Ah, back to the story. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is to listen when people talk. And I don't mean when they're talking about anything. Okay. One last note on this page. Um... Max makes another noise of pain between mm -hmm. I thought I... Do you ever have those dreams that just stick with you? Yeah. Cut the noise of pain. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily like it there. Um, oh, hello. Well, hello. Are you doing salad bar? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that's right. You told me that. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, Goodbye. Have fun. Break a leg tonight. Break a leg. Um, so instead of a, a shift of pain, I, I thought I... Do you ever have those? I think that just kind of flows a little better. Got it. Um, yeah. Like, it's, you have that, that, that dead air as you, mm -hmm. um, hopefully talking about this doesn't send me into a, into a panic attack. That's what I'm um, wondering. I'm like, oh Because, because, um. You probably have some, tra you know, <laughs> traumatic flashbacks. You know what? Um, hold on. Oh. And so that's, that's what that half beat is. And so. He's um, almost waking up himself a little bit. It's yeah. Like, it's like, uh oh. And so this is, it's just, it's another page, so it's another step closer to Max okay. realizing that he's dead. Love that. Love that. Do you want me to read that last part? Or, um, or last page, yeah, let's just, from hello, did you all, okay. let's just take it from there. Hello? Did you all hear the. Sorry. I thought I. Do you ever have those dreams that just stick with you? You you wake up, but it, it still feels like you're dreaming? That's that's where I'm at right now. I remember glass breaking. Sorry, sorry. Uh, back to the story. And we'll just keep going on to the next page. One of my favorite things to do is listen when people talk. And I don't mean when they're talking about anything remotely important. I mean, the conversation they make to fill air. Kill time. They say such little things that seem so insignificant. But when they're put down on paper, wow. For example, I was sitting at a bus stop the other day and this pair of friends was there. It was the middle of summer and it was unbearably hot. The clouds had just rolled in, but the sun was still trying its best to shine through, giving us that lovely midday twilight. Oh, when you feel awake, but you could settle for a nap, 
It started raining, that light drizzle that leads into breaking, in, into tree-breaking rain. That should be a hyphen between those words. So tree-breaking. Tree-breaking. Mm -hmm. Into tree-breaking rain. You could smell the energy in the air, that crisp copper smell. One of the friends says to the other, It could all be over by four. And she was right. The storm could have all been over by four. She wasn't, for the record. It kept raining until at least eight that night, so it goes to show, don't get your forecast from a pair of strangers at a bus stop in the rain. But years later, this still sticks out in my mind. It could all be over by four. It could be. The storm, your streak of bad luck, your shift at work, hell, even your life. Cut off in traffic on, on the way to work. Another victim of a fatal motor vehicle incident. And then at the very end of the day, um, after where we've recorded everything, um, I'll have you scream just because I don't want you to blow your voice out gotcha. <laughs> early. Um, and so it will be your scream echoing at you from a very far distance away. Um, Scary. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 the um, tools that I now have... So what we lose in um, physicality of this piece, we can add in copious amounts of like overwhelming sound effects that really, really, because yeah. I I can do some some really fun things with the, the oh, ghost, the ghost effects. Um, so that'll be a thing that at the very end of the day, I we will do some screaming. Love um, it. But Love for it. now, we don't need to worry about that. Okay. Uh, okay, you all heard that, right? That's not part of the show, or if it is, we never rehearsed it. Is it me, or is the air getting a little thin in here? <sighs> Sorry about that. I just, uh... Yeah. Sorry, got really dizzy. Where was I? Anyone? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, be before we go back on, i just like to say, this guy, my character has a point with the whole memory thing. I, I think it's really cool what little bits you can recall, just like that. I remember playing with toys as a kid, eating a sandwich on a lunch break, walking down the hallway in fourth grade. I could tell you all about me playing with toys as a kid, but you don't give a crap. I could explain it perfectly and it's, it still wouldn't matter. But that's fine, that's my memory for me to keep. Finders keepers, okay, sorry. I'll get back. Uh, it could all end at four. Four strokes of the chime. Vehicle. Ah, oh, yes, all right, next. No, no, no. No, I'm going to take some time for me. I told you all about the character earlier through the, through the playwright's words. I never told you about me. My name is also Max, ironically. That's ironic, right? I was never good with words. I, I didn't move much as a kid. <laughs> Stuck to the same town. Went to the same schools as all my friends all the way through high school. Graduated, went to college, decided it wasn't for me, and dropped out. Got a decent job. Moved, got a better job. Made some friends. Auditioned for this. Now we're here. Oh, and got hit by a car. That too. But that's a small road bump and, and a pretty... End of page. Um, largely good. Um, 
after another victim of a fatal motor vehicle accident lose your breath even before that line so like like you catch yourself and you're like okay you all you like just very hard to catch your breath um through that line um is it me or is the air getting a little thin here and then like take some time to really do pull your breath back together um sorry about that i just um yeah sorry and then um one little thing i want to add i was never good with uh words <laughs> add like a long beat where, where you forget um towards the bottom of the page um after I've, oh yeah I my was, name I've... is also max ironically that's ironic right i was never good with words i i think this is the fun beat of i like it i i like that um large good any any questions or comments from you on this page no i i like this it okay it feels so clear because of what we've built up to this point okay um oh do we so on the topic of your character looking for community made some friends do we want to keep that do we want to lose that because oh. we do, we we have established that you do have at least a friend who cares about you enough to encourage you to audition for this. I mean, we haven't established it yet. But that's getting established on the next page. Right. That's a good question. I didn't move much as a kid. Stuck to the same town. Went to the same schools as all my peers. Mm. He doesn't seem like somebody who has groups of friends. Um, well, or maybe may, maybe he town. was. But... Yeah, and that's part of it, is that he's moved to this new town and he's lost whatever community he might have had. Exactly. Which might be the reason he's, moved. or one of the reasons he's suffering from whatever he's suffering from. Right, so when he said, yeah, got, got a better job, made some friends audition for this, that made some friends. Would we want to change that after he moved and got the better job? Yeah, I think cut that one, made some okay. friends, because... If he had friends, he wouldn't have needed to, to audition for this. Right. He obviously has a friend that's in the area, apparently, because they... But, you know, we don't need to... Right. <laughs> the, the audience isn't going to be picking up probably on the one that the job. minute right. of uh, details. But I think I think this page is good. I think yeah. We, we get the feeling of it. Um, okay. Um, you, if you want to... I don't know if you want to take a minute to transcribe what changes you have from the other page onto this one so it's easier for to read a quick second okay then i'm going to run to the restroom while you do so okay here will be another moment that i can cut in the audio Ready for page seven? Yes. All right. Whenever you're ready. Um. Uh, life, a nice life. So uh, a good life. So why am I here, acting? Glad you asked. Truth be told, I auditioned because I was told there would be community. But one of my friends, who does a lot of acting, he was telling me about how if you're feeling lonely. Theater is the place to be. Sometimes it's nice to pretend to be someone else. So I googled auditions in my area and I saw this theater was holding auditions for their season. So obviously I rushed out, got a new outfit, and auditioned. 
they told me I had a great audition. They're probably disappointed with, with what they got. I thought I was set. They liked my audition. One of the actors there told me I did a good job as I was leaving. I was already making connections, but here I am, alone, doing a one-man show by myself. No community, major bummer. I've completely lost track of where I was. Ever since I came out and skipped the first few pages, I've lost all sense of what way is up. There were some more speeches and scenes from the character, but I'm having a really hard time concentrating. It, it can't be the beer I've only had one and a half? There's one speech I actually really liked. I can't remember it for the life of me right now. There was something about how we're all tin men walking around with steel skeletons and straw flesh. Ugh, I wish I could remember it. I think I'll still be disheveled at tomorrow's performance. This is getting ridiculous. That's... What? That's... <sighs> Bizarre. It seems I can't find my pulse or my heart. Am I? Death doesn't occur the way you expect. It's always quick. People think of death in hospital beds. Long periods of time where you suffer and wither away. That's dying. Dying is long and painful and happens the moment we're born. Death is quick. It's instantaneous. The brain realizes it has reached its expiration date and it fires on all cylinders. You feel free and happy. Some date, some people claim they've died and come back. They describe your life flashing before your eyes. It doesn't work that way. When you die, you create the world you live in. I hear screaming. If we spirits have offended, think but this, and all is mended. No, that's... That's not me saying that. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your pity. My head is killing me. Um, so when we go through to record this... Yeah. Um... The three, on the bottom of this page, the three maxes I hear screaming. No, that's not me saying that. My head is killing me. Yeah. You will read those all back to back to back. Okay. And then the, if we spirits have offended the the Shakespeare stuff, um, you will read those back to back. And then I'll be cutting them together to kind of overlap and intercede on one another. Gotcha. It's your two, it's your, your death and your, the part of you that's still alive and the part of you that's dead actively wrestling with one another. I love that. Um... I also want to cut a line, or no. I want to cut a word. Mm -hmm. They describe your life flashing before your eyes. Cut that first your. They describe life flashing before your eyes. <clears throat> it's the, the your life is redundant. Mm. Um, the context for um, the last little paragraph before Max's Max speaks um on the then the stage version it's the oh, I think uh, I think I'm still disheveled tomorrow's performance he's like actively rubbing his neck and then he's like that's 
weird. What? So that's the physical component that we totally lose out on. Yeah. Um, it's you, like, rubbing your neck and then, like, discovering that there's no blood pumping through any <laughs> any of my veins right now. It's very Death Becomes Her. Um, yes. <laughs> um, I think... I think that works. Okay. I don't, I don't really have any notes for that page. We can keep moving. All right. Shit's getting folded over. Okay, there we go. And these first two lines are the end of that one speech thing, right? Where it's all recorded together? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Um, so, yeah, we'll even... I'll include we'll, we'll, we'll call the end of the scene. Someone help me. Got it. To be or not to be, that's a question. Has been done a bit done to death, hasn't it? Someone help me. End of scene. Got it. Yeah. So so all those maxes will be recorded together and all the, all the Shakespeare... Man, Shakespeare's always been on my peripheral, hasn't he? Yes, um, he has. <laughs> um, you can't get away from him. Um, okay. So, yeah. Sorry about that, folks. Sometimes I forget my lines and just throw out the first thing that comes to mind. I'm back now. Where does the actor end and the character begin? When a show closes, how much of a character does an actor take home with them? How much of that actor gets taken with the character? Each night an actor has to die. That has to take something out of them. Please, anyone. If I had a heart attack here on stage, would any of you help? Or, or, or would you think it's part of the act? Is there even a doctor in the house? Show of hands, who here could help me if my heart stopped? Ah, oh, that's comforting. Are any of you even there? A death in the family is always hard to swallow. Find out you're the lucky one to pass is even harder. Hey, Max. It's Max. Sad to see you go. Look on the bright side. We get to keep doing this again, night after night after night. Think of all the rediscovery we get to do. Each night is a new miracle. First I find out there's only room temp beer, then I'm dead. What a day I'm having. Are you there, God? It's me, Max. I remember. It's funny, the things you remember. Not your life flashing before your eyes, just the life right up till the end. I remember picking up my keys. I remember getting in the car. I remember driving down the street. I'm on my way to rehearsal. I take a left, a right, a straightaway. I pull up to the red light. It's funny, I remember every detail after leaving the house. The clock on my dashboard reads 6.27 p.m. Everything is so clear, so precise, so perfect. It's a beautiful day. The sun is setting. It's like the world is daring me to stop and relax for just three seconds. My life is in order. And then, green. Lights, glass, a thousand paper cuts. I'm so warm, it's like being covered in blankets. That's funny, I don't remember my face feeling that way. My neck hurts, how did I get in the passenger seat? Who's screaming, is it me? No, I, I think, the, the driver. I'm sorry, what, what for? I feel fine, really warm. It's actually pretty comfortable. My rear view mirror is on the ground. That's weird. That's not where that goes. 
normally I'm in my reflection. That's weird. That's not where that goes. I'm, I'm sorry. You keep saying that. What for? I'm sorry. Am I, am I, am I saying that? I probably should be. I'm so warm. Someone's telling me not to move. Stay in the car. Why? I'm sorry. Please be quiet. Oh, my head hurts. I am so warm. Really tired. P stay with me. There's so many voices. Stay with me. Pain. Stay with me. Scream. Stay with me. Blood. Stay. No. Warm. Comfort. Tired. This isn't so bad. I can sleep now, finally. I'm comfortable. People always say, it's funny how life works. Well, it's funny how death works. It's not that bad, actually. Good night, everyone. Until next time. Okay. Um. Hmm. This must have been so cool to see live. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't actually remember too much about how we did this last part. Um, so, in the end here, mm -hmm. is he making up... I mean, I don't know, is he playing out what's going on around him during the scene? In his, like, is, is it happening in his mind around him? Or is it or is he getting inter like interjections from character or from actor? It's this last bit at the end. It's entirely Max's experience. Um, Got it. The character Max is Max interjecting. That only occurs when there's a line that indicates Max is Max. So this is this. And then green lights glass. Um, this whole thing. Mm -hmm. If I was being sincere in the way I wanted it to be read, it would have been basically every line would have been its own paragraph because it's just constant percep perception shifts. And honestly, this we're going to work our way through this because this is yeah. this is dense. Um, and on the context of this car accident, um, I I actively, to my knowledge, don't recall any of what my own car accident was like. Um, okay. my experience was, was this, um, grabbing my car keys, getting in my car, um, taking a right at this intersection, taking a left, then taking another right to head to play crafters. And then there's a straightaway right at that light on John Deere road is where I got hit or not John Deere road Avenue of the cities. Um, oh, shit. so, th so that's, that's my very active memory of my car accident. Whoa. Um, <clears throat> Everything is so clear, so precise, so perfect, 6.27 p.m. That's all my memory. That's all actively what I remember from my car accident. Uh -huh. Everything after that, and then green lights, glass, thousand paper cuts. I don't know that I remember that, but I pulled it from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how much of this is memory and how much of this is imagined is anyone's guess, quite literally. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Um, I have goosebumps all over my arms um, the um, so the beats. The, the, we're, this this page is going to take a bit to work through because there's a lot. Yeah. We'll we'll get to the end. Let's start at the top half of the page with. Um, sorry about that, folks. Um, 
the these lines between uh, Max and Max and Max and Max is Max is um, them wrestling for control. It's, okay. Um, um, I also want to alter a line. Each night an actor has to die. Change that to each night an actor dies. I think it just flows a little better. Each night an actor dies, that has to take something out of them. Because um, I think, you know, maybe this is me overthinking it, but I think that has to be true on a certain level, you know? Right. Each night you pretend to die, however that may be, whether you get strangled or murdered or shot on stage. You do die. There, you know, there is a small, you know, and, and you know, people, <laughs> this might be like, you're full of shit. But I think there is something to that, you know, to Every pretend night. to die. Yeah, you and do. to and to do that night after night after night has to leave some kind of psychological impression on you. Um, it does. Uh, you mean like the actor die? Like because the actor has to right? Because like each night up. Romeo and Juliet like oh, yeah, that's right. poison poison themselves or like stab themselves. Um, if you're like truly invested in that moment and acting that moment out, you die every night. Yeah, that's a small 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 part of you that does yeah um yes and and people who are listening to this who aren't actors are probably gonna be like you're okay you're full of shit but honestly when you're really in that moment um and if you're being honest as an actor and really living that moment there there's something there something there's there's something there yeah um each night uh, an actor dies that has to take something out of them please anyway it's you like begging like mm-hmm. is anyone in this go- audience of ghosts actually real or any of you can any of you help me because mm-hmm. i think there's also a fun um and this is a dynamic we we lose because we don't have an actual physical audience but like seeing an actor on stage pleading with an audience for help um is a powerful sensation because the audience does nothing Right. They just sit there and look at them because they're like, this is part of the show. Mm-hmm. That actor could actually be having a panic attack or a heart attack, and they're just going to watch. There's no, because at this point, they're so far into the show that, like, it's all part of the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's that, that and but we, unfortunately, we lose that component because we don't have a real audience. But that's that's the concept that I was going for of, like, an actor pleading with an audience for help. And uh-huh. them, because they're the audience and they're respecting the fourth wall, doing nothing for that actor. Got it. Because I think that's, I think there's, there is a, 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 I think there's horror in that thought. Because if you're an actor and you're on stage and you're having a heart attack and you're like, can anyone please help me? Mm-hmm. And like, they just sit there and watch you in silence. So good, that's yeah. terrifying. It's terrifying. Because yeah. you're like, I'm not acting. I, I need help up here. I need help. And they're just all like, he's really good. So good. <laughs> like, I'm buying this. this is My God, this is some good acting. Um, <laughs> so that's. That's what that's what Max is experiencing here is that like he's like he's freaking out. This is a full on panic attack at this point. Like, okay. am I asleep? Am I awake? Am I dead? Am I alive? Can someone please help me? Yeah. And everyone's like, it's an audience of ghosts, but right. like they're just watching impassively. Okay, you know what I mean. You're looking at the audience. You're not seeing a smile. You're not seeing any kind of reciprocation of anything. They're just staring at you. Yeah. Um. And then the character cucks back in. A death in the family is always hard to swallow. Finding out you're the lucky one to pass is even harder. Um, and then it's the character addressing the actor. Hey, Max. Hey, Max. It's, it's Max. Max. Um, <clears throat> um, I like that. 
So let's do just that chunk before first I find out there's only room temp beer. Um, so sorry about that, folks. Through each night is a new miracle. Let's just do that again. Sorry about that, folks. Sometimes I forget my lines and just throw out the first thing that comes to mind. I'm back now. Where does the actor end and the character begin? When a show closes, how much of a character does an actor take home with them? How much of that actor gets taken with the character? Each night, an actor dies. That has to take something out of them. Please, a- anyone, if, if I had a heart attack here on stage, would any of you help? Or would you think it's a part of the act? Is there even a doctor in the house? Show of hands, who here could even help me if my heart stopped? That's comforting. Are any of you even there? A death in the family is always hard to swallow. Finding out you're the lucky one to, to, to pass is even harder. Hey, hey, Max. It's Max. Sad to see you go. Look on the bright side. We get to keep doing this again, night after night after night. Think of all the rediscovery we get to do. Each night is a new miracle. Okay. Um, I want to do the inverse of the note I gave you earlier, where you had the and again and again echoing out. Mm-hmm. I want the night after night after night to build, because um, the actor is just thrilled by the prospect of getting to live on forever. Um, he's he's in, in endlessly entertained by the thought of performing for an audience every night. Um, Got it. And so the um, the actor is enthralled that this is now their state of condition. And Max is like, what the fuck is happening? Fuck I don't want to I don't want to do this forever. Right. Um, right. So it's that it's this the conflict at the end of um, what the character wants versus what the actor wants. Um, I like that. Um. <sighs> Um, I think I, I think you'll you'll know what to do with that. No, let's just keep moving. Um, where um, let's okay, let's just do this next chunk from first. I find out there's only room temp beer through okay for just three seconds. My life is order, and the note I want to give you is for just three seconds. My life is in order. Um, in the context of our of our Max suffering from something, depression, right. anxiety, whatever we want to call it, I I want this one sentence to be when that fog totally lifts and they feel fine, like they are truly at peace and happy for just a moment, and then you know they die. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Yeah. But oh, hi, mid. Um, so I want I want that moment to just be very serene and gentle, and then from there. Right. We'll we'll get into the rest of it, but for now, oh no, that's fine. Hi, mid. <laughs> this, this isn't gonna be comfortable for you with the way I'm sitting, but you know what? Power to you. Um, are you? Am I in your way? Is that what this is? <laughs> You're in the way. This is your spot, and I'm sitting in it. Oh. Okay. Thank you. That's very <laughs> sweet. That's so cute. Um. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's just take it from first I find out to my life is in order. First I find out there's only room temp beer and and then I'm dead? What a day I'm having. Are you there, God? It's me, Max. 
I remember. It's funny, the things you remember. Not your life flashing before your eyes, just your life right up until the end. I remember picking up my keys. I remember getting in the car. I remember driving down the street. I'm on my way to rehearsal. I take a left, a right, a straightaway. I pull up to the red light. It's funny, I remember every detail after leaving the house. The clock on my dashboard reads 6.27 p.m. Everything is so clear, so precise, so perfect. It's a beautiful day. The sun is setting. It's like the world is daring me to stop and relax. For just three seconds, my life is in order. And for that, for just three seconds, add a three-second pause there. For just three seconds. Love that. My life is in order. Like, you know, just just really just how Mm -hmm. tranquil that is. It's like the world is daring me to stop and relax. For just three seconds. My life is in order. Mm -hmm. That's lovely. Okay. Now comes the hard part. <laughs> and then... Green, lights, glass. Uh, so, do we read through it, or should we break it up? We're going to break it up. Okay. Um, and then everything from... So, the first... Okay, how am I going to do this? And then green, lights, glass, a thousand paper cuts. I'm so warm, it's like being covered in blankets. That's just a cascade of sound gotcha. that just all falls falls on top of each other. Yep. Um, um, go through every I'm sorry put in quotes because that's you saying I'm sorry, I think. Or no, who is it? Hold on. I'm sorry. It's the driver who hit you saying I'm sorry. That's what it is. Oh, wow. So it's not your voice saying, I'm sorry, it's someone else's. Okay. Um, um, that makes sense. That it's the guy who hit me. And so... Um, it's like being covered in blankets. That's funny. I don't remember my face feeling that way. That's you feeling your face and it's been actively disfigured and deconstructed by the semi. Like you are feeling where your cheek should be and you're getting an eyeball right now. Uh-huh. Um, oh, God. Um, I don't remember my face feeling that way is actively like your face does not feel like your face anymore because it's been restructured. Um, uh, okay. Who's screaming? Is it me? No, I think it is you screaming. Because you're in an immense amount of pain. You just don't. You don't even. You're so far removed from your own body at this point. From all the pain you're experiencing. That like you're hearing your screaming. But it sounds like someone else. Okay. Um, so that's funny. I don't remember my face feeling that way. My neck hurts. How did I, uh, I get in the passenger seat? <laughs> that's a moment of like. Wait what the fuck? <laughs> like it's. Because there's so many different things. That are collapsing in on top of each other here. Yeah. So there's like several different strands that we have to pick out um 
how'd I get in the passenger seat is like almost like a wait I shouldn't be I was just in the driver's seat how'd I get over here so it's almost like funny to you because yeah. it's like wait this is not where I was a second ago um and then you're like who's screaming is it me no I think the driver I'm sorry so it's like so um I think is the end of a thought is it me no I think the I think is wrong um, the no I think are both wrong because it is you screaming but like you it doesn't sound like you screaming to yourself right um, who's screaming is it me no, no. I think, I think. It, and it's the, the other issue with this is as pondering as some of this may be this all has to be fast and kind of falling because it's it's yeah. like a memory collapsing in on itself got it um, this is this is dense um <sighs> The driver, I'm sorry. That's you saying the driver saying I'm sorry. And then you respond, what for? I feel fine. Because you do feel fine because you're in a tremendous amount of shock. Right. I feel fine. Really warm. warm. It's actually pretty comfortable. Um, so that's the end of another thought. Okay. Um, My rearview mirror is on the ground. That's weird. That's not where that goes. Referring to the the rearview mirror. Yeah. Um. Then on that's not where that goes. That's you picking up the mirror and looking in it, and right. being like, normally I'm in my reflection because the face you see is so disfigured that you don't even recognize yourself at this point. Wow. Um. Then you say. That's weird. That's not where that goes. You're repeating the phrase, but now instead of referring to the rearview mirror, you're referring to your own face. Okay. Your nose is where it shouldn't be. Your eyeball is where it shouldn't be. There's something drastically out of place on your face right now. Okay. Um, that's not where that goes. Um, that's the end of another thought. I'm sorry you keep saying that. What for? I'm sorry. So, like, the I'm sorry's, each one, it's the... I want it to be like the exact same sound repeated over and over. Okay. So it's just the the driver calling out again and again, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And like increasing in volume, but like the, the way it feels is the same each time. It's just the volume is different. Gotcha. Um, you keep saying that. What for? I'm sorry. Am I saying that? I probably should be. Um, I think that kind of ties in nicely to our whole character has mental illness thing because you know i mean you know how those people those people like i'm not one of them how how people with mental illness are like they feel they should apologize for their for their illness you know what i mean or or for being in the way of the semi that hit them like you know what i mean it's it's just that little beat of like i'm what what are you i'm I'm sorry sorry. you're not sorry i'm sorry um so that's what that um i probably should be is i'm so warm somebody's telling me not to move stay in the car why i'm sorry please be quiet that's you addressing the driver um my head hurts i'm so warm really tired stay with me that's the paramedic speaking to you um so stay in the car stay with me those are yet another voice that have entered into the fray um some paramedic stay with me again still the same paramedic um pain stay with me screams stay with me blood stay and then you cut yourself off with no warm 
comfort tired like each one of those beats uh-huh. each one of those words feels like what the word is gotcha um and then kind of have a beat to land on that this isn't so bad i can sleep now um and then that finally is you finally you know my mental <laughs> this uh-huh. okay Hold on. I don't I don't like the sentence I'm about to say cuz it, it feels cheap, but it's it, your your mental illness has lifted in a sense because you're 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 dead so there's no brain to be there's no resistance. This, yeah, there. Yes. There we go. It's I I don't if <laughs> the only way that he could not offer resistance was to die. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Um which doesn't really feel like the most uplifting message, but you know what? It's October. It's, it's the spo- October. It's the, it's the spooky month. The haunting season. Um, good night, everyone. Until next time, and then there will be the sound of um, a light clicking off the ghost light, um, which is a really cool visual that we have absolutely no way to replicate. Right. I bet um, it looked really cool. Because cool. for the the night we did, this was the the final show of the night, huh. and so the whole night we had a ghost light on stage that was just on the whole night. And at the end of the night, because it was the last show, he hit this line, good night, everyone, click, click, and then it was just perfect darkness, because that was the last Ooh, light on stage. I love that. That's um, so cool. Because also during this final monologue, um, from first I find out there's room temp beer, the light, all the lights faded in the room except for the ghost light, so that was the last thing lighting the stage. Wow. So it was just the actor acting around the ghost light. Then at the end, they shut it out, so the audience is complete black, the night's over. Um, really, really powerful visual that we right? have absolutely no way of duplicating, but it's fine. Um, I'm, excited, okay. I'm excited for the effects, though. Like, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Vis- like audio. Let's do, just because this chunk is so dense, let's just take it from and then green lights glass. Okay. I'll give you what notes I have. I'll probably do it a couple times just because this is a really, really dense section. Um, right. And then we'll take a break. Okay. And then green Lights, glass, a thousand paper cuts. I'm so warm. It's like being covered in blankets. That's funny. I don't remember my face feeling that way. My neck hurts. (laughs) How'd I get in the passenger seat? Who's screaming? Is it me? No. I think. The driver. I'm sorry. What for? I feel fine. Really warm. It's actually pretty comfortable. My rear view mirror is on the ground. That's weird. That's not where that goes. Normally I'm in my reflection. That's weird. That's that's not that's not where that goes. I'm sorry. You keep saying that. What for? I'm sorry. Am I saying that? I probably should be. I'm so warm. Someone's telling me not to move. Stay in the car. Why? I'm sorry. Please be quiet. My head hurts. I'm so warm. Really tired. Stay with me. There's so many voices. Stay with me. Pain. Stay with me. Screams. Stay with me. Blood. Stay. No. Warm. Comfort. Tired. This isn't so bad. I can sleep now. 
Finally, I'm comfortable. People always say, it's funny how life works. Well, it's funny how death works. It's not that bad, actually. Good night, everyone. Until next time. Good. Um, the final good night, everyone. Until next time. Very smug because the characters gain what they want. They get to do this again. Good they night. get a next time. Oh uh, yeah. Um, Max realizing they don't get a next time. Their their time is up. <laughs> They're a ghost of the theater now. Um, I liked what you did, but um, faster. Like it needs to feel like it's you're cutting yourself off a lot of the time. Okay. Um, so just do it one more time, but yeah. Um, keep those emotions, but it's 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 like a gauntlet. It's it's not even a gauntlet. It's a sprint because it's shift 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 shift, and it's all got to be fast. Gotcha. Because okay. it's, it's this should just be totally overwhelming for the audience. And then. Green, lights, glass, a thousand paper cuts. I'm so warm. It's like being covered in blankets. That's funny. I, I don't remember my face feeling that way. My neck hurts. How did I get in the passenger seat? Who, who's screaming? Is it, is it me? No, I think. The, the, the driver. I'm sorry. What for? I, I feel fine. Really warm. It's actually pretty comfortable. My rear view mirror's on the ground. That's weird. That's not where that goes. Normally, I'm in my reflection. That's weird. That's not where that goes. I'm sorry. You keep saying that. What for? I'm sorry. Am I saying that? I probably should be. I'm so warm. Someone's telling me not to move. Stay in the car. Why? I'm sorry. Please be quiet. My head hurts. I'm so warm. Really tired. Stay with me. There's so many voices. Stay with me. Pain. Stay with me. Scream. Stay with me. Blood. Stay. No. Warm. Comfort. Tired. This isn't so bad. I can sleep now. Finally, I'm comfortable. People always say, it's funny how life works. Well, it's funny how death works. It's not that bad, actually. Good night, everyone. Until next time. Thoughts? Feelings? Definitely gonna work on that. Sure. But yeah, I, I, yeah, it's. I'm seeing what you're seeing mm -hmm. and like what it's supposed to be. It's very, very difficult. Because it's boom, 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 mm -hmm, boom, boom, mm -hmm, boom, boom, and each mm -hmm. has to be very real. It's and it's 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 also it's it's kind of I, I hate I hate when I make comparisons like this because it mm -hmm. makes me sound conceited. It's like Shakespeare, not in the sense that it's like really, really, really well written, but in the sense that like Shakespeare will have a sentence where there will be like three separate thoughts in the same yeah. sentence, and it's yes. that shift between each that you have to sell. Um, that's that's what this last chunk is, and it's it's very difficult because it's like five different threads that are like weaving in and on and it's so this is a very when we go through to record it we will probably take several takes at it because it's yeah this the, it's the hardest part of the show yeah it's for sure it's what sells everything but that um we, holy shit so we've been rehearsing this for two and a half hours whoa yeah let's let's take a let's take a solid break okay um uh refresh get a drink of water and then we will come back and we will just record it okay sounds all good. right 
Thank you for listening to this week's rehearsal process. The goal of Barely There Theater is to create plays and entertainment for people free of charge, anywhere they want, anytime they want. Subscribe to us for mostly weekly updates with new audio plays, rehearsals, and whatever else might come up. We do ask that if you liked what you just listened to, consider donating to us at our website, BarelyThereTheater.com. And if you're in a position where you can't afford to donate, that's okay too. Consider passing this episode along to someone who you think will enjoy it. Tune in next time, and once again, thanks for listening to Barely There Theater.